Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. Today, I have with me someone who was introduced to me online, and we had such an amazing first talk that I was like, you have to be on my show, Sherry. And Sherry said, okay. So let me tell you a little bit about Sherry. Sherry Leopold is the CEO of Option Creators, a 25-year, actually almost 26-year, network marketing veteran, a mentor, and a leader of the Stop Self-Bullying movement. She is the founder of the Wow Warrior platform, publisher of Wow Warrior magazine, and host of two, not one, two TV shows, Wow Warrior and Outside the Box with Sherry Leopold. And she's a 10-time best-selling author. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Thank you so much, Jenny. Wow, that person sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) She is, and that's why I invited her to be on my show, because I only bring amazing people. (laughs) I only bring amazing people to my audience. So I believe that. Oh my gosh. So Sherry, tell us how did you get to where you are today? Wow, that's uh, it's a huge question. I know. I know it's a long story. Well, let's tell you what, how I started. Uh, almost 26 years ago, uh, I was a mom that had little kids and was working part-time in my kids' preschool as a, a fill-in substitute teacher. And I was I got introduced to a company a million years ago called Cooking the American Way. I actually got handed a catalog. It was back when I was home party flan. And I was like, ah, I love everything in here. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to have a party. So I asked the person who dropped the catalog for us, you know, like, oh, when did you start this? I started asking her a lot of questions, you know, and she was new and she knew nothing. And so she put me in contact with her her sponsor, who was a little bit more seasoned and knew knew a little bit more about the company and the business aspect of it and stuff. But that was kind of my introduction way back when in 1987, I think it was, or 1997, sorry, wrong year. And it was one of those things where I almost, I earned over halfway to a trip in four months. And I just, I fell in love with being around the people and just the community, both on the side of being in the company with other women, especially. But also at the home party plan, like I loved, I'm a very social person, so I loved that aspect of it. And I just took off like wildfire. So, and that led to over the past 26 years, earning 26 trips and being car bonus qualified for almost, well, nine, over nine years of that time, the past nine years. So it's just, it's led to just explosive personal growth for me. But it was all a journey. And I always say the company I'm with today 
I've been with going, it'll be 10 years at the end of the year. But you know what? The thing is, it's also my 10th company. So when I say I've been around the block, I've been around all the blocks. (laughs) (laughs) Be careful saying things like that on this show, Sherry. (laughs) I've been around a lot of blocks. So I actually feel like I have a really good perspective of different types of companies and really feel very comfortable talking with somebody if they're looking to join one, to giving them good questions to ask and things to think about before they make that decision. Because I've had to make this decision multiple times. I was in some that went out of business and they had been in business 30 years and lost my entire quote unquote team, lost my downline, lost all my income, lost money, hurt my integrity. I had to refund money that the company took, like they didn't give back. I mean, I've been through Listen, when I say I've been around the block, I've been around a lot of blocks. Some of them were not as nice as others. Later ones were not as good. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. so I've been through a lot. So I really actually love having that conversation with people when they're saying, I don't know if this is a good fit for me, if it's right. It doesn't matter if it's what I'm in. Like, that's not the point. The point is, is it a good fit for the person who's asking? And there are some things that you should ask. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think that's really important, too, because one of the downfalls of network marketing is many people who come in are at the mercy of who they are brought into the business by. Right. Which in some cases is amazing. In other cases, uh, whoopsie doodles, (laughs) you know, but we it's a hard lesson to learn. Right. But when you have the right questions, to ask when you have all of that um, kind of information. So let's go down that path then when someone's thinking about this, because there are there's a lot of upheaval upheaval going on in the industry right now, thanks to some regulations that are changing through the Federal Trade Commission. So a lot of companies are starting to like pull back on certain things. And so I'm sure people are starting to look at other options or think about because they recognize how many are out there. So when somebody's thinking about direct sales, let's say they've already been in it. Okay, so this is not for the newbie, but for someone who's already been in direct sales or network marketing for a while, what are some of the things they should be thinking about, the questions they should be asking? Well, I think the first one is, you know, the thing you should ask yourself is, do I really love this product? I really believe in you being I don't want to say married to your product, but I'm going to kind of say married to your product. And the reason is, is you have to love it for yourself, even if nobody else ever buys it. Like, I think you need to be so in love with the product for yourself, because honestly, that's the thing that's most attractive to somebody else is when you love it anyway. But you have to love it enough that even if nobody wants it, you still love it, right? Like, I think that we get money dangled and like I dropped in my inbox this morning trying to dangle money with me. I'm like, you know what? It's not about that for me. But yeah, I I get why you're putting the carrot there. You know, it's where there's a lot of hungry horses or whatever you want to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not always me. Right. Right. And the thing is, because I want to do things that speak to me and speak to my heart and also connect to me as a person. And I feel like that's that's really what you need to do because there are going to be tough times. There are going to be hills and 
and valleys and you need to be able in that valley to still be in love with your product that it still speaks to you and works for you and gives you joy even if nobody is buying it at that precise moment i i 100% agree because i've seen in in a few different cases people who are obviously with a company just because of the carrot that had been dangled and it wasn't because they completely loved the product or totally loved the company or whatever, right? They they have well, and and it, it puts you right in that space. The used car salesman, you know, the typical like you think, hey, and just with this, you could get that, and blah blah blah. And it's like that that in and of itself just reeks of inauthenticity, yes. <laughs> really lack of authenticity, and it just it doesn't. People will eventually, they'll feel that from you because you cannot fake, continue to fake that. When you really love something, you you don't actually even think about the fact that you love it all the time. You're just so in love with it. It's natural for you to talk. about. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Oh, my gosh. I love that. So something else that came up for me in that, as we were discussing that, is what about people who are with multiple companies at the same time? So people who are have, you know, I often make the analogy of the twister situation where they've got a foot here, you know, their right foot is on the blue, their red, their left foot is on the red, their right hand is on the yellow and their left hand is on the green. Right. And I have no idea what that would look like on an actual twister board. Right. But they've literally got a hand and or a foot in multiple different companies. How do you feel about that? How what do you how do you talk people through that? Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm going to tell you, only because I literally had this conversation at the end of last week, similar to this, because I'm involved with a company that hasn't launched yet, but and it's not MLM. But anyway, she said, how are you going to do both these things? That was the question, you know, because she's in another company. And I said, well, here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you the counsel that I've given countless people. And this is my feeling on that. I believe that you are the brand. You yourself are the brand. It doesn't matter what company you are. And I explained this to her as I am Sherry Leopold. I can do X. I can do Y. I can do Z. And I can say down the road, you know what? I just love B. But guess what? If people connect to me, they will be interested in what Sherry's doing. I just am not really company specific. And I know people will say you can only have one master in this and that. I don't think that's true. I and and the reason I don't think it's true is I think I can point right to the proof that that isn't true. And I shared the example with her that I share with everybody. I always so I asked her, I said, like, so what does Kim Kardashian do? She's like, Well, I think she has like a store and she has this swimsuit thing and she's got makeup. She was going on. Yes. Like, yes, this is the thing. Are you thinking, what are you doing all those things for? No, you don't. You just say, oh, she's doing Kim Kardashian's doing this. So, you know, she's an influence or whatever. Like, here's the thing. She has a brand that is her. If you're interested in her, you don't care what she's doing. You're just going to go look and see what it is and see if you like it, right? This is the thing. So when you do that, if you will, then this goes to my self-bullying stuff. If you fall in love with who you are, Jenny, 
anything you do will be attractive to anyone who is attracted to you. Period. Exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, like, seriously, like throw that on there because I I would definitely agree with that because there are people who when I put out this podcast, Badass Direct Sales Mastery, the acronym is BDSM. We have a total tongue-in-cheek theme, you know, that makes it fun and funny, right? And there were people who were like, are you okay with doing that? Aren't you going to scare some people away? And I was like, no. The pe- Yes, there will be people who will be scared away, but they're not my people. They were never my people. But the people who think it's hilarious and get the joke will love it will love me, will love the show. I have no doubt about that. So the BDSM brand has been really hilarious to actually play with people. And it lets me know who my tribe are, you know? Absolutely. And you know, the other thing, Jenny, is like you can have the Badass Direct Sales Mastery podcast and that's not attached to a company, is it? Like you can't say, oh, well, you're in this company, so this is what you promote. Listen, that isn't even what this is about, right? Because we talked about this and you are doing this podcast as Jenny, like, right? You're showing up Mm -hmm. yourself who has experience in a field. Like you can go into any company you want based upon the knowledge and the expertise that you have, which is a lot. But the reality is the people who are attracted to Jenny are the ones who are going to come to you regardless of what you are sharing. Yeah. Exactly. You just have to be magically you, which you are, and you do. Yeah. Well, thank so you. And I, and I think that the takeaway for the the listener right now is, are they being 100% authentically them building their own brand? And, you know, it doesn't mean you have to go do all the branding things like I have done, for example, which is the website and the thing and the da-da-da-da, like, you know. Your brand is you. So just be you. Be you on social media. Be you on all the places. And that will bring the right people to you. Be able to have the conversation. A hundred percent. And, you know, I I just also with that same person, I said, I, she said, aren't you worried that people will say, what are you doing now or something? I said, listen, I have a pat answer for that. What are you doing now? And sometimes it comes with snark, you know, like if you change companies. Listen. I'm doing whatever I want, whenever I want, from wherever I want, with whoever I want. That's what I'm doing. That's what Avery <laughs> Leopold is doing. If you have a problem with that, you can remove yourself from my circle. Like, that's the thing. I don't need to only show up in one company or another for you to be comfortable. I get to be me. Exactly. Whatever that looks like for me is what it looks like for me. And so I said to her, it goes back to that branding, right? And the reality is, if you brand yourself, you don't, even when you get that question, you don't care that you get asked it because you know who you are and you know what you're doing. So it's, it's, it's more a process of being comfortable with who you are. In fact, I just did this last week because I had one of my uh, friends say, oh, I was talking to so-and-so and and she happens to be one of your neighbors. And she said, I didn't know you know her. And I said, yeah. And she said, she asked me, what does Sherry do? And so I put it on my Facebook because I wanted to see if people know what I do. I wear a lot of hats, right? You heard all those hats in the beginning. And so I was curious 
what other people would say. So I just did it as a test. I encourage every single one of you that are in any company, go ask your social media network, what is it you think I do? Because the reason I'm asking is not because you need validation that you're okay what you're doing. What you're doing is in social media, and, and you know this, you, you have a presence, right? And if you are that person that posts 76 times a day the same thing or a different product or buy, 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 like if that's who you are, you're going to get it back in your what do you think I do? She sells blank. That's what you're going to get back. I didn't have any of that. Having been in the same company for almost 10 years now, I had a couple people that mentioned things that indicated the company, Mm -hmm. but they didn't say the company, right? Right. Here's why, because I don't, that's not who I am. I am someone who loves that product, but I'm not that product. I don't own the company. I am not just that, right? And I think that's a really good exercise for network marketers to do. It will tell you if your messaging, what you're doing is missing the mark about who you are. Mm. And that's very valuable information. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, Gosh, yeah, so many like my brain is going ADHD in a million different like directions with that right now, because what the first most prominent thing for me is in the responses that people come up with, look at the verbiage that they use, right? Look at the verbiage, because that will indicate to you how they think about it and how they feel about you in what they think you do. The way people word things is incredibly important. And you can learn a lot from that. You are absolutely right on that, Sherry. Yeah. And the thing that the the reason that's such a valuable tool, in my opinion, Jenny, is that when you're sharing a product of any kind, it doesn't matter what it is, mm-hmm. you people buy from a person. They don't buy from a company. They buy a product made by a company, but they buy it from you. And, you know, as I looked at those like 80 comments or whatever, there were not you sell this. No one said that. And the thing is, and I don't want to be known for that, but if you do happen to get that back, you've got to have a moment of self-reflection and self-check and say, how how can I change this narrative? Because I need them to know that I'm more than, you know, a face of someone else's product, right? Like, you know, and you want to be a person that people want to do business with, they want to hang out with, you know, you're a whole person, not a, just a salesperson. And so I think that you're right. It does come down to the words and how people see you because they buy from a person and they buy, you know, from somebody they know, like, and trust. You know, I don't get to, we don't get to skip that whole yeah. <laughs> uh, It's just, it's impermanence there, you know, and I always, I think I might, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I say no like and trust, but you have to trust yourself as well. And those kinds of things, doing those little things like polling the audience, so to speak, helps you know whether you're showing up as you, you know, instead of a salesperson. You got to have it. It's the most critical, valuable information that you will have. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And the next thing that comes up for me is I know there are some people out there thinking, what if nobody responds? 
And that is also information, right? It could be your network's too small. You don't have enough people in your network. It could be that you need to stop, take a pause and say, how am I building relationships? We hear this all the time. Network marketing is a relationship business because people buy from people, right? Otherwise, it's just a bump and run, as I call it, or one and done. They buy a product, leave, and they never want to talk to you again. That is not what a successful salesperson in this industry does. Right. They follow up. They develop a relationship. They understand that they're a whole person, not just a sale. I said this to one of my customers the other day. I said, I want you to understand you're not just an order. I value you as a person and I want you to win. I want you to hit your goals. Like, and she said, oh my God, you have no idea how much I appreciate that. And I was like, I wasn't doing it to get her to say that. I needed her to know that I really wanted to help her. It was not about getting her to order again. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I needed that part. And I think if you're not getting those responses, it could be that you've gone about your business as a one and done or a bump and run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's a, and sometimes some products are a little bit more their product lines are developed that way. Like, you know, like a tangible, like a jewelry. It's right. No, it, that one is a little bit harder than something that's consumable. But you still it's still going to be about relationships because they have mothers, they have birthdays that even there's. There's there's ways to stay connected that are not just sales things, but you've got to make sure that your customers and or your network in general sees you as a great human being that they want to be around. Oh, yes. Yes. So freaking important to have that. So as you've been building your network marketing business, businesses over 10 years, What would you say is the most valuable lesson you've pulled from all of that experience? You know, I think it's actually one of the things that was the catalyst in the stop self-bullying movement. I found that the number one thing that would keep someone from being a top level person in their company or whatever in in the circle that they're in, the company they're in, whatever, is going to always boil back down to how you feel about yourself and what you say to yourself about who you are. It has never been about, oh, that person is at the top of the company because they were born here or they live in a big city. That's all just, those are all just excuses and crap that you tell yourself. It's not true. What is true is the person at the top of the company has navigated their self-talk to a point that they will tell themselves to shut up if they are not saying nice things to themselves. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. They have navigated their own BS at such a high level that if somebody is saying something about them to them or in their space, they will leave the space to keep that mindset about themselves in a positive space. Sometimes you got to let people go, but you got to control the talk, self-talk in your head. Got to. Oh, yes. And you got to fall in love with you. That's my thing. I always say you got to fall in love with yourself because people do not buy from people. 
that they don't know, like, and trust. And if you don't know yourself well, and if you don't like yourself very well, you don't trust yourself, people are not going to buy from you. That's just it. It's it's a closed door. Yeah, they're not going to buy from you. They're not going to join your team. No, they won't. You know, it all comes back to you. And I, and I think that's part of why this inter- industry has taken on a wonderful, for those of us who've been in it long enough, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Our view of this industry is it's personal development with a paycheck. I get paid to be a better person. A hundred percent. And I was I I, I could have filled in your word because I knew what you were going to say. Because <laughs> that's the thing. That's the other thing about somebody that's at the top, you know, and they say, oh, you're the top one percent of your company. I'm like, yeah, you know what? And I've spent a hundred thousand dollars to do it. Like, what does that mean? Did I, does that make me better? No, it means that I've spent more time developing who I am so that I can be that person that is good at making relationships and that is good at customer service, that is good in the follow-up. I've spent that time, that money, and done the, do the thing to get the thing, right? I've spent the time, the money, and everything else to make sure that I am doing the best job I can as me, right? Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be the same for you. You have to do what's best for you and how you what causes you to show up best. Like some people go to summits, some people read books, some people do audiobooks, some people do all their learning on YouTube University, whatever. It makes no difference. What does make a difference is that you do it. Period. Yeah. That you spend that time. Most people think it's like I know everything about my products, so what? Do you know about people? Because people are who you're selling to. You can list every ingredient in your product. You can list every benefit upside down and backwards. But if you don't know how to talk to people and connect with people, you're going to sell anything anyway. Oh, oh my gosh. Sherry, we could talk forever. I have no doubt. So we're going to have to have you back to talk more because I feel like there's even more that we could dig into here. But before we go... You were kind enough because when you signed up to be on the show, you were like, hey, I have this cool ebook that I want to give people. And then during the pre-interview, we were talking, you were like, well, I also have this other ebook. And which one do you think? And I was like, I honestly don't know. I haven't read them. So I don't know which one's going to be better. And you're like, ah, hell, you guys can have both. <gasps> That's right. So tell us a little bit about each of these ebooks that you have for the Badass Crew. So the Wellness for Winners is actually a joint venture with someone who is in my network marketing team. Neither one of us talk about our company in there, interestingly, but and that's not what the book is about, but it's about all different types of wellness. Like some people wrote about financial wellness. It's a collaborative book. Some people wrote about physical wellness. Some people mental wellness. It's just an incredible collection of inspiring stories of people who have, I say, navigated some stuff, right? And come out the other side winning. Now, everybody's definition of winning is different. Like winning doesn't have necessarily anything to do with money. Like some people, they just, you know, they've regained their health or, you know, they, you know, one gal lost a million dollars and she talks about that story, right? And so, you know, and and navigating that and navigating the head stuff of that, you know, there's a lot of really inspiring stories in there. So 
I really love that collection of stories. The other one is actually called The Fearless Entrepreneurs, and it is all entrepreneurs sharing parts of their journey because we've all been on a long journey, most of us uh, that are in that book. But you'll see a piece of that journey in there. And and if I, I'm pretty sure it's like I wrote a whole bunch of them around the same time. I, that one specifically, I talk about what it's like when somebody says, what are you doing now? Like when you move companies, right? Yeah. And that conversation about, you know what? Listen, I get to be me. And that's really what I wrote mine about is like, this is what I get to do as an entrepreneur. Any damn thing I want. That's what I get to do. Nice. You know, and I was pretty much, that's my story. It's like, uh, I, I, I don't have to follow anybody's guideline. I don't have to fit in any mold. You know, that was my story. There's all different kinds of entrepreneurial stories in there, though. And they're, once again, very inspiring, very uplifting. And those things where you, you read them and you think, oh, gosh, I just learned that one nugget that just was just for me, right? Each, mm-hmm. each of the books are both full of those things. You'll take those golden nuggets and you're like, oh, that speaks to me. I love it. So what we do, what she's going to do, guys, for us is she's creating a link where we're going to where just the badass crew is going to have access to both of these ebooks. So you'll be able to download them, read them. Um, and I promise you, I'm going to be going through as soon as I get the link, because we literally just decided this right before I hit record 30 minutes ago. I can't wait. I hope people will reach out and just tell me what you thought about about the book and and, and whether it, it touched your heart, because that both books were really, you know, all of the authors really have their heart in those stories. And, you know, if it touches you, and I always say people say, why do you do that? Listen, if it helps one person navigate and take one step forward, I've done exactly what I intended to do. Yes. So Sherry, if you want people to reach out to you, how would you like them to connect with you to share what they took from each of the books or whichever book they chose to, to look at? You can uh, reach out either through SherryLeopold.com. You can connect with me on all my social medias there. I am Sherry Leopold, L-E-O-P-O-L-D, on every social media. I, I'm pretty sure I take the whole first page of Google. <laughs> Google me. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, with with all, with 10 books, two TV sh- or two shows going on, I'm <laughs> sure you are probably on the entire first page if you search for Sherry Leopold. So well, anywhere it's fine. And I, at my, you know, my inbox is always open. I have people drop in it all the time. I'm pretty good about, you know, responding to people. And there's a, cal- uh, or a calendar link also on SherryLeopold.com if somebody just wants to have a conversation with me as well. That's awesome. So, you know, my badass crew knows that all this information, all the links where they want to connect with you. So if they prefer Facebook, Instagram, we have LinkedIn and Twitter available. All of those will be uh, in the show notes. If this is somebody's first time listening to the show and you're like, show notes, what are show notes? How do I get to show notes? What do I do? All you have to do is grab your phone, click on today's episode, as long as you're not driving, and then scroll up below Sherry's beautiful picture and you will see all of her contact information and you can pick the one that works best for you. In addition to the link for the folder where the two eBooks will be uh, saved for you. So Sherry, thank you so much for this 
incredibly generous gift of giving them both books so they can pick which one works for them. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I so appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much, Jenny, for having me. It's been an honor. Oh, I am super excited. So Sherry, again, you're awesome. You're amazing. I want to have you back. <laughs> I'm going to get you booked on. I am going to be back anytime. I let's Let's do it. All right. And Badass Crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another Badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.